Welcome to the Africa Cup of Nations episode. Everything you need to know from what it takes to host it to the tug of war that is club versus country. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Adong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at Ruth Adong. Football is undoubtedly Africa's most popular sport, and this makes the Africa Cup of Nations being the biggest tournament in Africa a no-brainer. It's also the biggest stage for African football. We host Clive Chazé, a renowned sports journalist, to give us insight into the Africa Cup of Nations. What does it take to host a tournament of this magnitude? For starters, what it takes is uh, for a country to show interest that they want to host uh, the Africa Cup of Nations. Then they go through the bidding process. When you go through the bidding process, uh, CAF will decide, or there will be a voting that will happen, and the country with the most votes uh, will eventually uh, get the hosting rights. But while you go through the bidding process, uh, you must prove to CAF that you have government backing. Uh, You must prove to CAF that you have uh, government backing. You should have all those uh, letters of consent from the government straight from the president's office uh, that you're going to host this tournament. The reason being, you're hosting uh, 23 other countries and you're the 24th. So if uh, CAF or FIFA or whoever organizes such tournaments, uh, they would need assurance from government that uh, when all these people come into your country, they will be secure, they will be safe in case CAF did anything and stuff like that, uh, they will be able to get it. Uh, Why is it done that way? Because, I mean, if you're just uh, the FA, uh, you don't don't have a say over things like hotels, over things like uh, transportation, things like bus, over things like security. So on so many occasions, uh, these things are taken over by government. So if you don't have uh, government consent or if you don't have government backing, it is very hard uh, for you uh, to get the rights that will host uh, such a tournament. And of course, you will need the facilities, especially the stadiums, uh, facilities that meet international standards. Uh, for the Africa Cup of Nations, at least you need a minimum of six international stadiums. The reason why countries that don't have those uh, stadiums, uh, you, they, you'll find that uh, they will actually uh, build them or construct them. Cameroon have constructed, I think, four of the six they have here. Well, the other had to be renovated and, and, and stuff like that. So that's what it takes. And why is it so important for the host nation? It is important on so many fronts. And uh, for me, I think uh, the most important bit is uh, to promote your country uh, globally. This current Africa Cup of Nations is being broadcast in 150 countries across the world, uh, in Africa, in Asia, in Europe, in South America, in North, Amer- uh, in North America, and, and, and all the others. Meaning, in more than 150 countries, people know about Cameroon. So they, you use this Africa Cup of Nations to promote your country, to promote your heritage, to promote your culture, to promote your history to a global audience. Uh, you're literally using the Africa Cup of Nations uh, or any other major international tournament to promote your country as a tourist destination. Uh, That is one of the reasons why it is important to host this nation. But also most countries believe that by hosting the Africa Cup of Nations, you have a realistic chance uh, by the way of winning it. Not so many people have hosted and won it. Uh, Cameroon, the last hosted it in 1972, they finished third. Uh, You'll pick out the likes of Nigeria, the likes of Ghana, the likes of Egypt, uh, the likes of Tunisia, the likes of Sudan. Not so many countries have actually uh, hosted and and, and won it. But for me, the most important uh, reason is to promote uh, your country to a bigger, or I should say, global audience. Why is it so important for African players? 
It is the biggest footballing tournament on the African continent. And uh, every player would love to represent their country at the biggest stage. I mean, you have the World Cup. Every player would love to represent their country at the World Cup. Every player would love to represent their country at the Euros. Every player would want to wear that jersey. Every player would want to stand out there and you hear your national team play. So there's no reason why uh, every player shouldn't crave to play at a tournament like the Africa Cup of Nations. I mean, you have the World Cup of uh, 32 teams. Africa has only five slots. The Africa Cup of Nations has 24 slots. So if you can sneak yourself into the 24 slots, um, you're having a realistic chance of representing your country at the biggest stage. You're all not going to have the opportunity to play at the World Cup. Then for players who come from lesser countries, especially players who are playing uh, from their home leagues and stuff like that, or even who are playing in Europe but are probably not playing in so many big leagues. Now the Africa Cup of Nations is a platform to promote your talent. The platform to showcase what you can. It's a platform to tell scouts, agents out there, I'm here, come and get me. That is why most players, especially those who are not playing in established leagues, uh, they always give performances of their lives at a stage like the Africa Cup of Nations because they know the world is watching. They know the scouts are watching. They know the agents are watching. They know coaches from better leagues, from better teams are watching. That is why it is very important uh, for African players. Why is there such a big contention from some European clubs? Well, the contention didn't start yesterday or it didn't start for this uh, particular Africa Cup of Nations. The contention has always been there. Uh, the Africa Cup of Nations is held in January and uh, some European countries, rather some European clubs, especially in the UK in particular, England, remember the league never breaks off. So if uh, players are coming to play for the Africa Cup of Nations and uh, they are pillars in their European clubs or starters in their European clubs, uh, it is kind of a big blow. I mean, today the Africa Cup of Nations is going on. Liverpool don't have three of their best players. They don't have Sadio Mane, currently the, uh, one of the best players in the world. Uh, they don't have uh, Mohamed Salah, arguably the best player in the world. They don't have Nebi Keita uh, because he's a genie. All these three players are starters in that Liverpool side. So if you're talking away uh, three players, of which two of them are their uh, frontmen in charge of scoring goals and, and stuff like that, of course it will dent them. And it is one of the reasons why European clubs have always contested the Africa Cup of Nations. They don't want to release players to come for the Africa Cup of Nations and start. There's always that back and forth uh, for club and country uh, when it comes to the to the to the when it comes to the uh, to the Africa Cup of Nations. Uh, for me, uh, which is not a very uh, good thing, uh, it shouldn't be happening. But for some reason, it does happening and it does rather happen. And it's not only in Africa; even in South America, if you've noticed, uh, every time players have to travel those that those long hours across the Pacific to go to South America, even to play in the qualifiers or to play in the Copa America and stuff like that. European clubs always uh, try to create a situation, try to create scenes and, and stuff like that, which is not a very good uh, thing. But uh, I mean, it has always been there. And what is the way forward for the future of the tournament? I think the tournament can only grow uh, in leaps and bounds, uh, especially when you look at uh, the audience. Like I did say, this is the first tournament that is being broadcast in 150 countries across the globe, meaning uh, there is interest uh, growing, especially from international broad broadcasters. You can just imagine where the next tournament will be. You get a feeling that the Africa Cup of Nations is getting to the level of uh, the European Championship. It's getting to the level of the Copa America. It's getting to 
to the level of the World Cup. It is getting to the level of the Olympics or even the Commonwealth Games. Um, three, four, five editions ago, uh, people really didn't pay a lot of attention or didn't really care about the Africa Cup of Nations. Today, everyone is speaking keen attention. Today, everyone is uh, trying to check out uh, what uh, these countries have to offer. So for me, I believe the tournament can only grow. It has started attracting international brands in terms of sponsorships. Uh, you have Total, uh, you have Continental, you have TikTok. I mean, TikTok is one of the latest uh, social media platforms, but um, from the European Championship now to the Africa Cup of Nations. So I, I feel for me, the future is bright uh, for, for this tournament. It can only get better. And uh, of course, in terms of organizations, as, as Africa, we also need up our game. We need to hire more experts. Uh, we need to go back on the drawing board. We need to think better. We need to think more on how we can make this Africa Cup of Nations better. That was Clive Chazé, a renowned sports journalist. A quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. Fuel prices are driving up inflation in Namibia. Another hefty upward adjustment in local fuel prices. The seventh increase for the year boosted inflation in the last month of 2021. Consumer price index, or CPI, inflation ticked slightly higher to 4.5 year-on-year in December from 4.1% year-on-year in November, according to the latest CPI report. Looking at the major sub-indices, transport and food and non-alcoholic beverages were the biggest contributors to the headline inflation rate. Transport price inflation accelerated from 11.9% year-on-year in November to 14.3% year-on-year in December, reflecting the increases in petrol and diesel prices during that month. Food price inflation moderated slightly thanks to easing of price pressure on milk, cheese and eggs, vegetables and soft drinks. Alcoholic beverages and tobacco and housing and utilities also made moderate contributions. Botswana's annual inflation rate rose to 8.7% in December of 2021 from 8.6% in the previous month. Prices accelerated in almost all categories, mostly alcoholic beverages and tobacco, food and non-alcoholic beverages in particular, oils and fats, housing and utilities and miscellaneous goods and services. Meanwhile, transport prices slowed a bit but remained elevated. On a monthly basis, consumer prices were up 0.1% after being unchanged in the previous month. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K-Financial. And if you have any suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is kfinancial.com and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K-Financial. And you can find me at the Dawn.